What is up, guys, and welcome to another edition of the Market Marauder Show. Beat the market one trade at a time. Hope everybody's having a great week out there. Uh, still a very volatile market. Hope everybody's able to lock in some profits. Uh, still a rocky road ahead of us uh, in this upcoming week. We have uh, the Fed is going to be making a statement about potential tapering um, and a lot of things that will affect the uh, total economy. So that's definitely something to look forward to. Uh, but going to be giving you some of the updates of the things that happened this week in the market. Uh, so first on here, I'm going to talk about weekly jobless claims fall uh, to 184,000, uh, the lowest level in more than 52 years. And so weekly jobless claims tumbled last week, reaching a fresh 52-year low as the U.S. job market climbs out of the pandemic-era hole, uh, the Labor Department reported on Thursday. So initial filings for the unemployment insurance totaled 184,000 for the week, uh, ended December 4th, the lowest going back to September 6, 1969, which saw 182,000. Initial claims for unemployment insurance were expected to total around 211,000 for the week ended December 4th, uh, according to the Dow Jones Economist survey. The total uh, coincided with the large seasonal modification. Uh, as the unadjusted number was 208,665, but the move lower in claims, which fell from 227,000 reported uh, the week before, represents more progress for the labor, labor market, uh, still struggling with uh, worker shortage uh, and other pandemic-related fallout. Uh, continuing claims, which run a week behind the headline number, increased 38,000. Uh, to just shy of two million. However, the four-week moving average uh, for continuing claims, which irons out weekly volatility, uh, dropped to 2.03 million, uh, a decline of 54,250. And so, um, uh, you know, the jobless claims are, are going down. Um, but there's still a lot of struggles that we are facing in the economy um, as a whole. We still have the shipping crisis. We still have inflation uh, that's plaguing the economy. So there's still a lot of things uh, that are going on. Uh, so the Fed, like I said again, next week is going to be uh, expected to talk about tapering of its bond buying back program uh, and reducing its purchases by $30 billion uh, a month. Uh, and in turn, uh, you know, that's going to be something that's going to affect the total economy. So make sure you guys uh, check that out. Uh, going to be happening next week. I think it's going to be on the 14th of December. Uh, so make sure you check that out. I will be doing a review of that uh, in a future podcast, uh, waiting for that information to come out. Um, and so if you want to, just make sure uh, you listen into the podcast next week uh, while I'll be reviewing uh, the Fed's plan uh, for the bond buyback program. And so next, uh, I want to talk about a SPAC. Uh, so uh, satellite imagery company Planet uh, plans on going public with a $300 million uh, war chest after uh, its SPAC deal. Uh, so satellite imagery and data specialist uh, Planet 
began uh, trading Wednesday on the New York Stock Exchange, becoming the largest space company to debut after closing a SPAC deal. Uh, we have a strong company or a strong business uh, that's going well. Uh, and what's been the most exciting about the whole process of going public is that there's an increased awareness of data set that we're going or that we're generating from uh, space and what can what impact can it have. And this is from uh, Ashley Johnson, the CFO and COO of Planet. <clears throat> Planet trades under the ticker uh, sign PL with shares previously listed under the special purpose acquisition company DMT. Y Technology Group, uh, and the company has about 190 satellites in orbit and recently unveiled plans for a new line of satellites called Pelican uh, to further bolster its fleet. Uh, so the stock rose uh, 5% uh, to close at $11.35 a share. Uh, closing its merger, uh, Nets planted uh, more than $590 million in gross proceeds. With capital from DMY as well as a pipe round or private investment in public equity uh, led by BlackRock uh, and joined by Google, Koch, and uh, Mark Vinoff's Time Ventures. Uh, so some big names uh, are investing into uh, this, you know, data management uh, company, uh, Planet. After SPAC's transition fees and paying off debts, Johnson said Planet uh, will have more than $500 million, uh, on its balance sheet. Um, and then she also said, we estimate uh, that for operating capital, we need about $200 million, uh, over the next few years until we get the cash flow break even. And so this gives us a sizable war chest uh, to really think about strategic moves. Um, and then she said, to emphasize, uh, the Planet will use... Um, remaining 300 million to take advantage of consolidation in the industry uh, or other uh, opportunities that present themselves. Planet uh, and DMY closed the merger with the 2% uh, redemption ratio, uh, which represents the percentage of shares that investors redeem prior to closing of an acquisition. Uh, Planet took the additional steps of registering as a public benefit corporation, or PBC, which requires the company to have specific purpose statement on how the for-profit entity is benefiting the public. Uh, Planet's public benefit purpose is to accelerate uh, humanity to a more sustainable, secure, uh, and prosperous world by illuminating environmental and social change. The company said, uh, the fact that we're going public is not changing the core mission of the business. Uh, the company's imagery feeds into data uh, index that Planet Systems makes the earth searchable uh, for more than 600 customers. Planet's customer contracts are set up as subscriptions with 90% uh, of those reoccurring annual contracts. Um, its existing customers are largely split, split between four sectors, civil, architecture, defense, and intelligence, and mapping, uh, and generated $113 million in revenue last year. Planet aims to be profitable uh, on an adjusted EBITDA basis by early 2025 uh, and grow its annual revenue to nearly $700 million by early 2060. And so I think this company is really cool, uh, very uh, Big Brother-esque, though. Um, if you've seen some of the, um, you know, demonstrations that they have, it's kind of like 
uh, I guess one way to describe it, a, a more detailed version of Google Maps. Um, and so I could see how the intelligence community um, and some of the other, um, you know, civil and architecture firms would want to get it, uh, in on this. Um, and so, you know, definitely going to be looking to see uh, this moving forward. I think it'd also be something, you know, a cool feature to add to potential uh, vehicles, especially since their maps are so detailed, um, you know, maybe a little bit better than uh, using, you know, Google Maps, or if Google Maps uses the technology, since they are uh, a pipe investor, um, you know, could definitely help incorporate this to upgrade uh, some of the details in Google Maps for potential um, integration into vehicles in the future. So next, we're going to talk about Lululemon. Uh, Lululemon earnings top estimates, but shares fall after retail retailer cuts forecast uh, for minor sales. Uh, so Lululemon's stock uh, gave up against uh, Gave up gains in extended trading Thursday uh, after the company slashes its sales expectations for uh, Mirror, uh, the at-home fitness device acquired last year. The athletic apparel uh, maker reported fiscal third quarter earnings and sales ahead of the analyst estimates, prompting it to boost its full year outlook. However, it said some shoppers' uh, demand uh, over the holidays might have been pulled forward as consumers kicked off their gift buying earlier this year. As a result, its fourth quarter outlook came in lighter than some analysts had expected. Management also cited supply chain issues that have left some categories of goods, such as outerwear, um, understocked uh, during key shopping days. Uh, Lululemon shares were recently falling more than 2%, uh, and it's after hours having closed uh, the day down 2.1%. Um, and so in the three-month period uh, ended in October 31st, uh, the earnings per share uh, were $1.62 adjusted versus $1.41 expected, uh, and revenue was $1.45 billion versus the $1.41 billion expected. Uh, Lululemon's third quarter uh, net income rose to $187.8 uh, million or a dollar and forty-four per share, uh, from the hundred and forty-three million or one dollar and ten cents per share a year ago. Excluding one-time items, it earned a dollar and sixty-two per share ahead of its expectations for a dollar and forty-one. Sales rose about thirty percent to one point four five billion from the one point one two billion a year earlier. That was ahead of expectations for the one point four one billion. The boost largely driven by Lululemon's men's business, which grew 44% year over year. Sales in women's wear, uh, the company's core business, were up 25%. Lululemon said it plans to double uh, its men division by 2023 and are running uh, way ahead of schedule. Uh, same store sales in the measure of sales at the stores were open uh, for at least 12 months uh, and rose 32%. In North America, sales were up 28% year-over-year, while revenue climbed 40% internationally. Um, and so the company is pleased uh, with its early holiday seasonal performance. Um, and this was uh, what the uh, chief executive, uh, Calvin McDonald, uh, said in an earlier press release. Uh, shoppers have been spending money on workout apparel, such as leggings uh, and sweatpants for themselves, but also as gifts for others. McDonald uh, later uh, told analysis that early calls uh, during the early earlier call that the retailers online sales on Thanksgiving Day this year were the highest uh, single day record. Um, and so, um, 
you know, I think the company is doing good overall. I think they have a great projection. I think they'll have to figure out what they're doing with this uh, whole mirror situation. I think it could, if modeled right, could be a great, um, you know, help to push them forward, um, in my per personal opinion. I think that uh, the company seems to have uh, great direction. Um, it is a publicly traded company. Um, they're currently uh, are at $409.58 a share at the time of recording this, and their ticker sign is LULU. Uh, so you, if you're interested, if you shop at Lululemon, I think it's always great to invest into companies that you use or that you know. Um, and, you know, I think that's a great uh, overall uh, investment. So if you shop at Lululemon, you know, it'll be great to have in your portfolio. Um, and I think that their CEO, uh, Calvin McDonald, uh, is, you know, making the company, um, you know, pretty good overall uh, under his direction. Um, and so looking for more updates, I think it was great that they beat their earnings. Um, and, you know, we'll see what they do in the next quarter. And lastly on here, I'm going to talk about Ford. So Ford CEO says automaker needs EV batteries, uh, more than semiconductor chips as electric uh, F-150 reservations hit 200,000 units. Um, and so Ford, again, is a publicly traded uh, company. It was very bullish uh, in this previous week, uh, ending the week at $21.57. Uh, very bullish overall on the five day. They actually went up. Um, you know, quite a bit. They started the week at $19.13 and it ended at twenty one fifty seven. So a nice little increase for Ford. Ford rallied uh, quite a bit this week. Um, so if you all were, you know, doing some options trading, you were able to lock in some profits. I know I was um, on some nice movement for Ford. And so Ford uh, needs batteries for its electric vehicles. Um, uh, the comments from the CEO uh, after the Detroit automaker shut down customer reservations for an upcoming electric version of the F-150 after they hit 200,000 units, uh, which is more than double Ford's annual production capacity for this vehicle. Uh, the electric F-150 is scheduled to go on sale in the spring. Um, and then he told um, CNBC that uh, we'll get semiconductors. That's a matter for prioritizing uh, the battery electric vehicles over the internal combustion engine vehicle. Um, but, you know, they're trying to get, you know, batteries. So it seems like there are a lot of gaps in the uh, industry as far as battery technology is concerned. So I feel like a lot of battery technology companies are going to, you know, start to go bullish as we push towards this EV um, ramp up of a lot of different companies. Also, you'll have Tesla, uh, who still, you know, uses battery and battery technology, uh, companies that are big into recycling batteries, um, especially these large batteries that the EV companies use. Um, those companies I think are primed to continue to go, um, up. So make sure you guys look at those, but the whole EV industry, I think, um, is starting a nice little bullish upward trend or starting to revamp up again. So I will look at Ford. I will look at Xpeng. We'll look at Neo. Those are uh, Chinese manufacturers, but I think they'll still benefit from this. Um, Tesla, uh, even though Elon Musk is selling a tremendous amount of his stocks at the current moment, I think the retail traders will eat up a lot of those shares um, and it'll start to rally back up again. And then also look at GM. GM is one that a lot of people aren't really talking about, but GM has a large portfolio of EVs that they're working on um, and that I think will be very competitive to the current industry uh, like Ford um, and their electric vehicles. So hopefully this uh, podcast helped you all out, uh, points you in the right direction. 
uh, for some of the plays that are out there in the market. Uh, make sure you stay tuned this week for um, the updates from the Fed because that will definitely help shape the economy. Overall, we are pretty bearish uh, in the economy. A lot of stocks are starting to go down, but certain sectors are starting to rally back up. Uh, so whenever the Fed speaks, uh, whenever Jerome Powell speaks, it definitely affects the entire market. So that's always something to consider, uh, especially if you're a new or seasoned investor. Uh, so good luck to everybody out there trading, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace.